This Bites, discussing Milwaukee's culinary and restaurant culture. With Anne Christensen of Milwaukee Magazine and Tariq Moody of 88.9. Welcome to This Bites, Milwaukee's longest running coloring podcast with your hosts, Anne Christian of Milwaukee Magazine, food writer and critic of Milwaukee Magazine. I'm Tariq, a.k.a. the architect of Radio Milwaukee. It is the first uh, this bites episode of the new year, 2024. Happy New Year, Anne. Yeah, I've missed you, Tariq. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Hope you had a good holiday season and didn't get too crazy for you. Well, you know how crazy I get. Yeah, it's, it's kind of scary, actually. <laughs> it makes the headlines all over. Um, on this week's edition of This Bites, uh, we got some few things to talk about, like we normally do every week. We got some uh, sad Kind of sad news, bittersweet news, uh, but there's some shiny light to it. We got some news about Kavas. Uh, we also have some news about a new uh, spot opening at Crossroad Collective. And we got a list of some cool dining events happening at Loopy and Iris this month in January. But we're going to start it off in with the Wolf on Broadway. We have talked about this place a lot. I got a chance to take, check it out. I don't know if you had a chance to check it out yet. Oh, yeah. You have? Yeah. Look for it in an upcoming issue because, okay. yeah, cool. But this stuff there, but they look like they're uh, uh, doing something uh, new in 2024. What's the details on that? They have started doing uh, a, a weekend brunch, so on Saturdays and Sundays, like nine to two, um, they are. And as you know, um, the Wolf is the sibling of Uncle Wolfie's Breakfast Tavern, which is obviously a place that really knows how to do brunch. Mm. So I I haven't been in for the Wolf's Brunch yet, but I have really high hopes for it based on that. Um, but I don't, did you, um, did you take a look at the menu, Tariq? For the brunch? Yeah. Uh, just a little bit of the stuff, um, like that French toast that looks really kind of nice. You know, the coconut drizzle, Hawaiian bread, pandan anglaise. Uh, and then there's a big yeah. biscuit with butter with pineapple habanero jelly. That sounds really nice, actually. Yeah. And then they have a fruity pebble parfait, which is Greek yogurt, jammy strawberry. That's what they call it, jammy strawberry mm. ginger, and a fruity pebble streusel. streusel. Hmm. Um, they also have, now, they're calling it a gado gado uh, brunch salad. Mm-hmm. They have a gado gado salad just on the regular dinner menu, and it is so good. Yes, um, yes, 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 yes. And this one, this one, I would be really excited to get at brunch time as well. Mm. Um, they also have a chili crisp omelet, which I don't know about you, but if you put chili crisp on anything, I will eat it. Have you ever, uh, have you tried it on ice cream? People say it's really good on ice cream. I've heard that too. No, but I think I would like it. I, I actually. That's why Fedora hasn't had a chili crisp ice cream yet. Like, yeah. my screen. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Another thing that I would absolutely get there based on their dinner menu um, is their breakfast noodles. It's a ramen noodle with a sambal, sweet soy sauce, um, scallions, lapshang, and a soft boiled egg. Mm. And they have a noodle dish on that menu that is on the dinner menu that is really good. Um but so this is pretty exciting, I think, that they're doing brunch. Now, what this means, though, is that they've changed the hours just a little bit. When they opened, 
they were open for lunch and dinner. So for the time being, they're just open for dinner and weekend brunch. But th- those lunch hours are going to come back. Um, okay. That's what they've told me. Okay. But uh, yeah, I have to say um, the Wolf is probably my favorite uh, new opening of the last several months. I love the noodles. I mean, I want to like, I'm a, such a noodle fan. I, I make amazing noodle dishes. I should show you my nudes one day. Your new? <laughs> I was waiting to do oh, that. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, that's how you start the new year, right? Yeah, I guess anyway. so. <laughs> it was some nudes. <laughs> noodles. Oh. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I'm sorry. Coming on this bite, we're going to talk about Discourse, who's uh, like being a little prolific lately. Uh, as it's as dry as January, we're going to talk about some of their mocktails that's featured in the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine. That's coming up on This Bites. I'm 88.9's Dory Zori. And I'm Milwaukee Films' Christopher Pollard. And we are the hosts of Cinebuds. Yeah, we are. And on Cinebuds, we talk about movies. Flicks. Moving pictures, they are referred to as also. Talkies. Talkies is good, <laughs> yeah. And you can listen to us every week. On Wednesdays at 8 a.m. Or you can listen to the entire podcast at RadioMilwaukee.org slash podcast. We're back on This Bites, Milwaukee's longest running culinary podcast with your food host, food writer, and critic from Milwaukee Magazine, Ann Christensen, and me, Tariq, a.k.a. The Architect. First episode of the new year, 2024. It's going to be an interesting year, to say the least. Uh, let's go talk about the latest issue, uh, some stuff in the latest issue of Milwaukee Magazine. In uh, first up, uh, one of the big photos is about discourse. Yeah, and their mocktails, right? Right. Well, uh, okay. So some of this has to do with Radio Milwaukee because mm-hmm. discourse, um, the experimental liquid workshop, as they like to call themselves, they're opening an all-day cafe in your building. Mm-hmm. Which uh, the last time I talked to Ryan Castellaz, he said they're hoping for February opening. So mm-hmm. hoping that's still the timeline. But I really wanted to do something for dry January. So mm-hmm. I talked to Ryan and I was like, hey, Ryan, do you think... That's your Achilles heel, isn't it? Dry January. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, go ahead. Anyway, um, so I want I really wanted them to do some really cool mocktails for dry January for our for the lead into my dining section. Mm-hmm. And they just knocked it out of the park, really, because, I mean, if you look at these, the the photo that we have in the issue, I mean, they're they're gorgeous. Mm-hmm. They're gorgeous. Yeah, look, yeah, did you try them? Um, I have not. No, no, because I don't go to the photo shoots. And you the, could you just don't just show up as an assistant or something. Well, <laughs> you know me. I'm really I'm tr- I have to stay off the radar, Tariq. Come on. Yes. Wear a mask. It's normal. Here. Well, let me just tell you. Okay. Because you can see this because I'm I'm showing this photo to you on the screen, but I'm pointing to the rum punch. And then we have mm-hmm. an espresso martini. And then we have an Aperol spritz, but it's not real Aperol because... So that's all, those are all mocktails, right? They're all mocktails. Okay. So I don't think it's real, although Aperol is sort of low, it's low alcohol. I, I mm-hmm. believe that, that it is not, these are all completely non-alcoholic, mm-hmm. but they look absolutely delicious. And um, the other thing that's exciting is that um, 
they are doing, you know, they have that downtown cafe on the M- MSO yeah. campus. They are doing um, a sort of a late night, Friday through Sunday evening um, hybrid bar. So yep. they're doing, so they actually have that there as well. So that's, mm-hmm. that's another place that you can get some of these really delicious cocktails and mocktails. But I got to tell you, I, they are, I mean, there's so much, every time I look at the news, it seems like there's some news about discourse. They are so busy, yeah. uh, which I think is pretty exciting. Yeah. Can't wait till they launch here in our space. The, I know. It's so know. quiet. Definitely looking forward to it. They have a cocktail. Apparently in a rumor to have a cocktail. After Named me. for you. Yeah. The architect. So it's going to be a best, it's going to be a big hit. I, mean, I know. I already know I mean, it's a big hit. Are they going to let you taste it ahead of time? I mean, like, I hope so. I mean, there's sake in it, so just let y'all know. Okay. But All right. I told them we're going to get one for you with Malort in it. You know, I have to to just mention quickly Malort. Um, no, I did not have Malort recently, but I did have Fernet Blanca, and it is certifiably vile. It is. You've never had Fernet before? I had never had Fernet before. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now, I'm told that it's actually a lot better if you have it in a cocktail. Yeah. yeah. And Anything. in Italy, they do. They definitely do drink it in cocktails. In Argentina, Tariq, they they drink Fernet with Coca-Cola. That sounds... They, I've, I've had that. That's not bad. It's kind of like the red wine and Coca-Cola thing you hear about. Or rum and Coke, maybe. I mean... The red wine and Coke. Have you had red wine and Coke? Uh, no. You should try it. I think you might like it. I don't know, but yeah. in any in any event, Burnett is really strong and really really bitter. Um, well, Lord, it's not rem- like that. It reminded me of Listerine, like it mm. had a very mouthwash type of <laughs> flavor. Yeah, uh, everywhere, every almost every bartender I know and like loves taking shots of Burnett. Yeah, it's called the bartender's handshake. Yeah. So I've had my share of Fernet. I, I usually sometimes say, can I just have a Lord instead? <laughs> and I'm not lying. <laughs> uh, speaking of bitter and sour things, Alfonso uh, is in the latest issue of, of uh, Milwaukee Magazine. You uh, did their take a review on their uh, pickle pizza. Yeah. Pickle okay. rack. I'm pickle I, rack. Well, you know, I love dill pickles. I love fresh dill. And I don't know. I mean, if you put those things on a pizza, well, I was a little, I was a little, you know, kind of, back. well, a little bit, you know, but I remembered that this whole dill pickle craze was really big during state fair. Yeah. Like, and, it, and they are not the first people to put dill pickle on a pizza, but I will say they're doing a really, really good job with it. Um, this is a really flavorful pizza. Really? So, but what I think is really key to it is that it has a cream sauce. So it's like this, and there's quite a bit of cheese. So it's very creamy and cheesy. And I think that sort of um, kind of softens a little bit the flavor of the dill and mm. the pickle, the the brininess. And the is, a dill, is a pickle cooked with the pizza or is it put on top after this pizza's cooked? Um, it tastes like they I, I i they put it on afterwards because there's just okay. it it that pickle 
it no, that would be really unpleasant if it if <laughs> the pickle was actually cooked. Um, so the pickle and the dill go on after. Kind of like but arugula. It, yeah, it's kind of it's and it's sort of a um, if you've ever had Alfonso's, this is not one of their. Although you can order a, like a really thin crust, this one that I got was a little bit thicker. Um, mm. So it was sort of medium thick, really a, a substantial crust, and I thought it was really tasty. Now, you know. I'd have to be in the mood for this pizza. I wouldn't want it every time I have pizza, mm. but I thought it was pretty delicious. Mm. Oh, and it also has ranch on it. Oh, 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 that that sounds I don't know about that. Uh, like a yeah. ranch drizzle, like a ranch drizzle or something? Yeah. Hmm. Huh. I that's a lot of that's a lot of dairy I'm going on there. It would work, Tariq. That's a lot of dairy going on there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and mixed with a little acidic of the pickle. That just sounds, I don't know. My stomach might not be. Uh, That's why I think the cream sauce really helped. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to. All the mozzarella that was on there. Did you get the giant cheese stick too? I didn't not. I did not get that torpedo. No. Um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, not this time. No. Oh, okay. That's a lot of cheese, Tariq. That is a lot of cheese. That's only a lot of cheese, yeah. Mm. Uh, you know, my favorite topping on a pizza is the chili crisp. I actually get this, I used to get this, um, who's that, Mama? No, Mia Teves. Mia Teves hot garlic is like a variation of a chili crisp. I get it, I order it, but it's like garlicky chili crisp. Yeah. It's so amazing on a pizza. I mean, it's like how people like Mike's hot honey on a pizza. This is like Mike's hot honey, like t- ten times ten on a pizza. Mama T's hot garlic, definitely check it out. Can't find it here to order it online. Mama T's hot garlic, that's what I yeah. should get. It. Okay. Yeah, Mama T's. You have to order it online. You get like, I might like a four pack sometimes. And, I feel yeah. like this could be a topic for us just to talk about chili crisp because there's so yeah. many different brands now. Yeah, Trader Joe has theirs one with onions and stuff. So everybody has their chili crisp. And you know, fly by. Fly by Jing. Jing, yeah. Um, They're kind of the one that kind of kicked it off. Yeah. Kinda so what's your fa- your favorite? Is this Mama Teeves? Mama Teeves is my favorite. Mama Teeves is great. They have a mild and a hot and a regular one. So you order it from Amazon or where do you, you know, order? I order it directly from them. They're a, they're a family operation. Uh, I think they're a sibling operation. Uh, a sibling operation. Uh, the recipe is actually from their mom. Uh, oh. So I, yeah. Well, I'm finding that more restaurants that you go to, they're making their own chili crisp too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's not that hard. It's really it's not, not that hard that to make. No, no. So you can make your own flavors and like add stuff into it. You know, it's all about, you know, it's really, a, it's a fun kind of thing to make actually, I think. Anyway, next I got some, I guess some sad news, kind of, yeah. um, at least for now it's sad. Let's put it that way. Kavas is temporarily closed. And a doctor, the chef and owner of Kavas, as reported by Urban Milwaukee, will uh, at 401, 401 East Erie Street will close for the rest of January while she will re- recovers from shoulder surgery. So it's not like a, you know, crazy bad, bad thing. It's just, she's just taking a little hiatus. Hmm. While it's open, the restaurant space will be refreshed and rebranded and for the return of service. So they're planning back in February. So that's good news. So it's very short time. Um, 
They've been open since February of 2020, right before the pandemic. What a time to open a restaurant, wasn't it? Oh, um, I don't. I didn't know they opened in 2020. I thought I felt like they're a little bit older, but they um, were. It, they were open right before the pandemic. I really going there right before shutdown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you're not familiar, they're they're basically a tapas kind of style restaurant, paying homage to Spanish and Latin American cuisines. Often a mix of traditional crafted dishes uh, with local ingredients. Uh, you can get everything from beef empanadas to doc, uh, recipe from doctor's mother. Uh, serve with their father's chimichurri or stuffed dates with goat cheese and chorizo and bacon uh, and a whole lot of stuff. There's a seafood cazella, which I've had. I love that so much. It's so good. You've been there before, right? Sure. We were yeah. just talking about this. I've been there numerous times. Yes. Yeah. So... Uh, so they're close to the rainy month, but they'll be back in February. So be on the lookout for that. News about Crossroad Collectives. A lot of things coming and going out of that spot, that food hall on the east side. A, a new one's coming soon called Mex Avenue, uh, according to Urban Milwaukee. Uh, plans to make its debut, actually plans to make its debut uh, this week, actually, yesterday. Uh, it was taken over the spot formerly housed by Dio Bomb. Mex Avenue will serve traditional Mexican dishes from everything from tacos, burritos, enchiladas, and flatos, all influenced by the owner Melissa Escobar's heritage. In addition to the authentic dishes, there'll be some really creative dishes like Mex fries, birria ramen, quesabiria tacos, churro pancakes. To drink, guests can expect margaritas and non-alcoholic aqua frescas. Man, I haven't had a margarita in a long time. Such a okay, back up for a sec. Back up for a second. What are churro pancakes? You know what churros are, right? Uh, like a churro. Are you churro. talking just churros? Churros, yeah, you know. Oh, like the fried dough? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The but cinnamon? Oh, okay, okay. In a, pan- in a pancake kind of. Form. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So that's now open. Mex Avenue at Crossroad Collective. And finally, Lupi and Iris uh, hit us up with uh, kind of details of all they got going on in January. Kick it off with a mocktail dinner in honor of dry January uh, this Sunday at 530. They have a, uh, a, a five-course dinner paired with uh, mocktails. Yeah, it looks it's, absolutely delicious. That yeah, they have, a, they have a Mediterranean tuna tartare uh, with a bluefin tuna, clamancy, a vinaigrette romesco sauce. They have a couscous et poulet roti. Um, and they have a tangine. I can't pronounce oh, the I love tangines. Those are, that's a yeah. Turkish dish. They are, oh, it's wonderful. Yes. So this is filled with lamb, prunes, almonds, parsips, mint, and the cocktails of cold brew, passion fruit, orgid, lime juice. Um, and then on uh, January 17th, they have a black truffle dinner. You, you love your black truffle, don't you? I actually do. You put I, it on popcorn? You be like, do you like, are you like a black, black truffle like uh, mob boss? Like What? Like you, you, can, you, you sell on a black market black truffles? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm selling them on the, on the black market. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. 100%. So that's happening on January 17th. That's 6.30. Uh, dishes include a, uh, I cannot pronounce that, but like a rainbow trout with bacon, Savoy cabbage, lobster, lobster cream, and black truffles. That doesn't sound, that doesn't sound bad, does it? No, no. Then they even have a tender veal braised with leeks and carrots finished with mushrooms, cream fresh, and black truffles, roasted lamb loin with parsip, Mussolini, 
roasted pear and black truffle Madeira sauce um, and other things. We'll post links and all that to all the reservations and the menu at our website at RadioMilwaukee.org. And finally, they have a Sunday supper on January 21st, and that will have like a have a pan-fried pork schnitzel, creamy mushroom soup, and uh, black forest cake for desserts. And that's on January 21st. Well, that wraps up this week's edition of This Bites. This Bites is edited and produced by Kim Shine with generosity from our membership. Subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcasts, whether at NPR, Spotify, or Apple, or directly from RadioMilwaukee.org. Remember, feedback's important, so please rate and review. And as always, and stay hungry. And keep the malort and the frenette cold. Yummy, yummy, yummy.